Hello and welcome to the Battle Cry podcast with Mark Meckler. Catch the original live broadcast Sunday nights at 8pm Eastern on Convention of States Facebook and Convention of States Project on YouTube. Go to conventionofstates.com slash pod to learn more. And now, here's the Battle Cry with Mark Meckler. Hey everyone, Mark Meckler here. Welcome to the Sunday Night Battle Cry. I'm your host, Mark Meckler. And just to be clear, we're not live right now. I'm close to live, but I had to record this a little bit early. And the reason I had to record early is I'm leaving town. I'm headed down to uh, Southern California. My best friend's middle son's getting married. Super exciting. I'm just going to have fun. I'm going to hang out with the family. I'm going to hang out with his family. We're going to celebrate one of the most important days in anybody's life. And that's when you find the right woman or the right man and you commit forever in front of your friends, in front of God. I'm super excited about that. And in my opinion, doing this and having a wedding and being traditional about this stuff, it's one of the ways that we actually stand up and speak the truth. That is literally just speaking the truth. This is how men and women were meant to be. They were meant to be together in monogamy, in a couple. That's biblical. That's just the way it is. It's not only biblical, it's biological. So this is a cool thing. I'm excited about it. And it's part of standing and telling the truth. That's our theme this week. We're going to talk about this, about standing up and telling the truth not always easy. And I'm calling on you to do it. I'm calling on you to be brave, be bold, stand, be in the fight. There's going to come times in your life when you're called on to do this, a time in your life when you're sitting at a dinner table and somebody says something obscene or absurd, and you wonder, ah, should I really say something? The answer is yes. Stand up and tell the truth. That's my call to you on the battle cry today. All right, we've got a bunch of stories that we want to cover, though. Lots of stuff happening in the news most of it not good because that's just kind of what the news reports, right? So the first story I want to cover is what is going on with Fauci? I actually think Fauci has lost his mind. This guy's not a public servant. This guy's acting like a king. This is the ultimate in gaslighting. Now, you might have heard the term gaslighting a bunch. I want to make sure you understand what it means. I actually didn't until I looked it up. It's just not, not something I was familiar with until a couple of years ago when I looked this term up. Gaslighting refers to a very old movie, I think it was from the 1940s, where a guy's trying to drive his wife crazy. He's trying to make her think he she's insane. They have gas lights in their apartment, and he turns it down, and he turns it down, and he turns it down. And she keeps asking him, is it getting darker in here? What he's trying to do is drive her crazy because he denies, no, it's not getting darker. It looks the same to me. What's wrong with you? And he's trying to make her question her own sanity. Gaslighting then, in the political sense, means something you know absolutely happened. You know somebody said something. For example, you know Dr. Fauci said, don't wear masks. And then he says that he never said to wear masks. Or you know he said, wear masks. And then he said, he never said to wear masks. Or he said, masks are effective. And then he says, I never said masks were effective. All of those are evidence of gaslighting. We have an incredible mashup for you tonight that somebody did of all of Dr. Fauci's lies. I mean, this is like day in, day out, day in and day out for a year and a half. Producer G, go ahead and roll the tape on this. People should not be walking around with masks. Let me just state for the record that masks are not theater. Wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better. And masks are protective. And we but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. There has not been any indication that putting a mask on and wearing a mask for a considerable period of time has any deleterious effects. There are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask and they keep touching their face. And can you get some schmutz sort of staying uh, uh, inside uh, uh, there? Of course. And you do not need to wear a mask indoors if in fact 
you've been vaccinated. But good that you're vaccinated, but in a situation where you have people indoors, particularly crowded, you should wear a mask. So even if you are vaccinated, you should wear a mask. That if in fact you are vaccinated, fully vaccinated, you are protected and you do not need to wear a mask outdoors or indoors. When the children go out into the community, you want them to continue to wear masks. You know, if you look at, at, at children outside, particularly when they're with the family, uh, walking down the street, playing a game or what have you, don't have to wear a mask. The, 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 the pediatric, the Academy of Pediatric, actually makes that recommendation that children should be wearing masks uh, from two years old onward. And you're asking now if your child is a member of your household, can you walk outdoors with your child without a mask? According to that chart, the answer is yes. But the child can't, not to beat it, yeah. beat it to death. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. Because now okay. the CDC says, I mean, I think I've got this right. One mask is better than zero masks. Two masks is better than one mask. But you don't have to have double masks. Is, is that right? I mean, you know, it became clear that cloth coverings that you didn't have to buy in a store that you could make yourself were adequate. And then you want it to fit better. So one of the ways you could do it, if you would like to, is put a cloth mask over, which actually here and here and here, where you could get leakage in, is much better contained. Are you a double masker, Dr. Fauci? Look like you are. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. It's actually like it's unbelievable when you put those things back to back, clip after clip after clip after clip. What hasn't he said? Which position hasn't he taken? This is the leading public health official in the United States of America. This is the guy in charge of COVID policy in the United States of America. The guy's an idiot. I mean, that's just idiocy, lunacy, dishonesty, gaslighting, whatever you want to call it. I mean, this back and forth, back and forth. And you could see even the uh, interviewer at the very end, she's like, um, let me see if I can get this straight. And we can't get this straight, right? Is it if you're vaccinated, you're safe and you don't need a mask? Or if you're vaccinated, you need a mask and you should still wear a mask? Is it vaccinated and a mask inside but not outside? Is it one mask? Is it two masks? Is it, what is it? Do masks work? Do they not work? Look, I'm the reality is this, you're smart. I trust you. I don't trust that guy. I trust you and I have faith in you Judge the information for yourself and do what you want. For me, no mask, no vaccine. Again, I want to be really clear. I'm not anti-vax. At this point, I am anti-mask. I'm going to tell you if you're wearing a mask. I mean, at this point, in my opinion, unless for some reason you are severely, severely, severely at risk, you have a very compromised immune system or something like that, in which case, probably need to be wearing a mask all times when you're with other people. And that, then don't wear a mask unless that, right? I mean, that's just ridiculous. So whether you want to be vaccinated or not, I'm not comfortable being vaccinated. I don't feel like I need to be vaccinated. I'm 59 years old. I'm in good health. You know, the stats show us about people my age not getting vaccinated. Like for people who are 65 and younger, they have a greater chance of being killed in an automobile accident on their commute on their way to work than they do from COVID. So does that mean you're not going to work anymore? That may be true for a lot of these people. These people are crazy. This is crazy. Fauci's crazy. We're not going to do this anymore. And in Texas, by the way, our governor, somebody that I'm not generally fond of, somebody who I think is a little bit behind the curve, 
who responds to pressure as opposed to leading like Ron DeSantis leads out of Florida. He stepped up this week. And I got to say, he did a great job. He signed executive orders banning, prohibiting the demands for masks or the demands for vaccinations or vaccination passports in the state of Texas by any government entity, by any entity that gets any government money. Most importantly, that means in our schools. So I had a teacher friend who told me this week, I think they're going to do max, uh, mask mandates in school. I'm really bummed out. Nuh-uh. They're not going to do it. They can't do it. They won't do it. Here's what they're going to do, though. And you need to be ready for this. They're going to use social pressure. I saw one of our local schools put out a notice to the teachers and the kids, and it basically said, wearing of masks is strongly recommended. My response to that, listening to these morons is strongly recommended against. Just ignore them. This is a place where if they say things like it's strongly recommended at your place of work, when you go to work, you need to not wear a mask. Like you need to stand up and do the right thing despite the social pressure. I know this is going to be hard in some places, but I'm telling you, now is the time to stand and fight. It's really outrageous. They're going to use social pressure because they're being prohibited by law from doing this legally. So they'll use that social pressure. You're going to have to stand. You're going to have to have a strong spine about that stuff. You know, and when we look at, I'm looking at another story up here from the New York Post. When you look at what's going on all over the country, what you see is people are pissed off and people are not having any more of this. And that's really important. You know, this is what we need to say. We need to say to the Karens among us, if you don't know the phrase Karen, a Karen is kind of a stereotypical white, upper middle class to upper class suburban woman putting her nose in everybody else's business. She's the one asking you at the grocery store why you're not wearing a mask or at the bank or in the park with your kids. And what we need to say to Karen is, nope, no way. Not happening, not doing it, not putting the masks back on, not going back into lockdown, not going to be shamed into getting vaccinated or forced to be vaccinated if we don't want to be vaccinated. Again, I'm not anti-vax. I'm not vaccinated, but if you want to be vaccinated, go ahead. I think that's a choice that rational people can make. I choose not to make that choice. And we're not going to let the Karens pressure us into this. And Karens, broadly speaking, that includes Dr. Fauci and his ilk. All these people in the ruling elite that they think have the right to tell us what to do, regular people what to do, generally speaking, they've been wrong on all of this. If you look at the statistics in places that have locked down versus those that haven't, it's about the same. Mask mandates versus those that haven't, it's about the same. And, and you know, they're, they're after all of people like us. They say people who are conservatives, people who live in flyover states that are not getting vaccinated. Not true. Lowest rates of vaccination in the country in the inner cities among African-American and Latino people. And I'm not saying because they're dumb. That's what the, the elites are saying. I'm saying because these people are making a choice. They're hesitant to get the vaccine. And there's good reasons to be hesitant. So God bless you guys for making the decisions for yourself. That decision is a personal decision up to you. I'm not judging you one way or another, but vaccinate or not personal choice. And to those of you making that choice, it's okay. And the left thinks you're an idiot if you make that choice. But I can tell you, this is actually a winning message for the GOP and the GOP better get this right. The GOP better understand if they want to win that we're not masking again is a popular message pretty much across demographics. It's really incredible. A recent Rasmussen poll said that it cuts across party lines and demographic lines. A majority of voters, 55%, say that despite good intentions, shutting down businesses and locking down society did more harm than good. Yeah, they screwed us over. 
That's incredible. And by the way, only 38% disagree. So 55% say what they did in locking down our society is bad. But here's the super interesting part about this. White Democrats, they reject the idea that lockdowns did more harm than good by 30-point margin. So these are the Karens, right? These upper-income white Democrats, they think they know better. They think lockdowns are awesome. But non-white Democrats are evenly divided. So what they're doing is they're losing the minorities. They're losing regular people. They're losing working people. And the question widens on the divide of whether government officials will hold on to too much power in the future. This is really important. They got all this power out of these lockdowns. They seized power over our lives. 62% of voters say they're holding on to too much power. Two-thirds of white Democrats disagree. Two-thirds. They think that the power grab is just fine. But check this one out. By a 64 to 27 margin, black Democrats fear that officials will abuse their new powers. Guess what? They're right. These are the smart people in our society, not the ruling elites. And so it's not just Trump voters. It is Trump voters, but it's not just Trump voters. It's black voters. It's Hispanic voters. It's inner city voters. There's a lot of pent up frustration out there over the inconvenience. There's a lot of resentment out there over the loss of freedom. And there's a general climate that is causing people to start to hector the government's pandemic response saying, look, you did worse than you did good. You did more. And then we've got all these on and off claims about vaccination means you don't have to wear a mask. Vaccination means you still have to wear a mask. Vaccination works. Vaccination doesn't work. And now you've got public officials in New York and California. They're talking about a further lockdown. You've got the federal government talking about mandating vaccines. We did polling. That is insanely unpopular. The idea of mandating vaccines. It's almost two-thirds of American voters say no way. It's way higher among Republicans. It's a majority of Democrats. It's almost two-thirds of independents. So this is really important. We have to push back on this stuff. You're in the majority. The people on MSNBC, CNN, all those places, they're going to make you feel like you're not in the majority, but trust me, you're in the majority. And we need to work, you and I, by standing and telling the truth to do what I would say is extending the backlash. Push it up. Ramp it up. Because these people are fools and they're taking away your freedoms and they're just wrong. They're consistently wrong. Check this out. In Massachusetts right now, they're having an outbreak of the Delta variant of COVID-19. We knew this stuff was going to happen. We've been saying since the beginning there were going to be variants. But what's going on? Also, remember, the death rates are still going down. Why? Because it's mostly people who've chosen not to get the vaccine uh, are getting sick. Those people are healthier. In Massachusetts, though, check this. This shows you how wrong the officials are. In Massachusetts, 74% of COVID-19 cases from the recent outbreak occurred in fully vaccinated people. Wait, what? Wait. So... If I get vaccinated, I still get sick. Three quarters of the people getting sick are fully vaccinated. This is an experimental vaccine, which may have risks, and you still want me to get vaccinated, right? And now they're saying, of course, because of that vaccinated people wear masks indoors. I mean, this is insanity, and it just shows how little they actually know about this stuff. And they should really stick to what they know. Right? Instead of just making stuff up on the fly and teaching us that we can't trust them, stick to what they actually know, which isn't much. What I say I know is that you're smart, you have wisdom, I trust you, collect the information that you want, and then make your own decisions because the decisions are yours to make. 
Mark Meckler is fighting every day to call the first ever Article 5 Convention of States to drain the swamp once and for all. Join Mark and millions of other Americans by signing the official petition at conventionofstates.com slash pod. And now back to the show. All right, so I can't do any more of this vaccine or mask stuff other than to say no, no, no way, no how, never, not wearing the mask, not masking up, not locking down, not getting the vaccine. We're done with this crap. You crazy people go do it. I, I, I just can't do any more of that. So let's move on to my second favorite subject and probably yours, which is voting. And I know there's a big move for ballot integrity and security, election integrity. God bless all of you guys that are in the fight. Those are COS activists are in the fight all over the country. That's going on everywhere. I'm really glad about that. But the Democrats have a long game, and that long game is also tied to illegal immigration. They like illegal immigrants coming into the country. We're having record numbers under President Joe Biden of illegal immigrants coming into the country. This is evil, first of all. This is the sex trafficking trade. That's what Biden is encouraging. Like, I don't understand how he can do this. Children being sold into sex trafficking, women being raped on the way. This is the policy of the Biden government. The Biden government is actively engaged in encouraging that which leads to sex trafficking, child sex slavery. It's just horrifying what they're doing. Everybody knows they're doing it. They gaslight us by pretending everything's fine at the board, but it's not. But there is also a secondary reason for this. The secondary reason is they're trying to bring a huge influx of voters in that they believe will be Democrat voters. And we know they're doing this. We know they expect it. They've talked about this openly for a very long time. But what's really important for you to know right now is that they actually now intend to allow illegals to vote. See, this is the way it works in the Democrat Party. Things get said at the fringe. And it used to be within a couple of years they were mainstream. Then it was within a couple of months. Now it seems like it's in a couple of days. Right now in the New York Times, honestly, for real, there is an op-ed saying that everybody who's coming into this country Anybody who gets in here and gets either a green card or some way to be legal in this country, in other words, all the people that they want to give a path to citizenship should have the right to vote. That's right. The, the op-ed says there's no good reason you should have to be a citizen to vote. Giving the franchise to non-citizens wouldn't just be fair. It would improve America. And this is just absolutely insane. And Democrats in Washington, D.C. agree with this. They want to give illegal immigrants, make them legal and give them the right to vote. And why do they want to do this? Because they believe they'll vote Democrat. And that is their way of ensconcing a permanent Democrat majority. That's everything that the Democrat fascists are aiming at right now. They want to pack the Supreme Court. They want to, They wanted HR1 to take over the voting system in the entire country at the federal level so they could make sure that Republicans always lose. They want to stop voter integrity laws. They don't want you to have to show ID. They want to have ballot boxes that can be stuffed. They don't want you to be able to do audits. All this stuff is aimed at a fascist totalitarian regime that wants to ensconce Democrats as the only party ever in government power. I'm going to say, say it loudly, speak up, speak the truth. Don't let them do it. You have to be in the fight. Stand up, speak up, be in the fight, because otherwise what's going to happen is this is their end game. Last news item before we go to Q&A, I want to talk about inflation because inflation is now wildly out of control, has reached levels that hasn't been at since the Jimmy Carter era. 
it's past the benchmark uh, numbers that the Fed was looking, is always looking to, to keep under control. You know it. I'm not just telling this to you. You see it in the price of food. You see it in the price of gasoline. You see it in the price of housing, both in rent and the cost of houses. If you travel at all, if you're like me, you see it in the price of airline tickets and you see it in the price of rental cars. It's all out of control. Why? Because when the federal government pumps trillions of dollars into the economy, that is inflation. That causes inflation. And the thing I want you to understand about inflation that's most important, yes, it hurts you in the pocketbook, but I want you to understand sort of technically what inflation is. Inflation is a hidden tax. It's a tax. It actually is a taxation. There's no different than just imposing a tax on you, except for they're lying to you because they don't have to tell you they're taxing you. What do I mean by that? Look, if you consider that every dollar put into the economy by the federal government, new dollars in the economy, increases the numbers of dollars in circulation, that decreases the value of the dollar in your pocket, right? That makes sense. And so what used to buy you a dollar's worth of goods buys you 98 cents worth of goods or 90 cents worth of goods or 75 cents worth of goods. That means your paycheck is worth less. That means your standard of living goes down. It's a way of taking money out of your pocket and putting it into the government's pocket without having to tell you they're taxing you. It is theft. It is, in my opinion, taxation without representation. It's one of the things not inflation, but taxation without representation that caused the American revolution. You should be in a revolutionary mindset. Your heart, your spirit should be feeling revolutionary. You should not allow this to happen. We should not allow this to happen. Again, this is why I'm telling you to stand and fight, to speak up, to talk to your friends about inflation. They know what's going on. The Fed is causing this. And the Fed is pretending that the inflation isn't a problem. It's incredible. They're saying, oh, it's just temporary. The largest infusion of cash in world history into any economy, and they're saying it's just temporary. This is craziness. This is madness. If you talk to an economist, if you talk to an investor, if you talk to an economics professor, all of them will tell you is fl inflation is here. It's here to stay, and it's going to get really bad. It's going to affect you. And yet we have government officials like Joe Biden going, oh, it's no big deal. And, and by the way, it is no big deal for Joe Biden. He owns multiple houses. He's worth millions of dollars. Money means nothing to him. I don't even know. Can you imagine when the last time Joe Biden went to the grocery store and actually bought groceries, went to a gas station, actually put fuel in his car, actually paid rent, actually had to worry about writing a check for a mortgage and how he was going to make ends meet? No, of course he didn't. And he and people like him don't ever have to deal with that. stuff. These are the wealthy ruling elite, self-appointed. They hate you. They don't care about you. They think you're stupid and they don't care if you suffer. So pay attention to inflation. Understand that it's just hidden taxation. Stand up and speak up about it. All right, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the state of the COS movement right now. I'm entirely focused right now, really like a laser on North Carolina. North Carolina House passed this about, I don't know, six weeks ago, overwhelmingly. We're in the Senate and things are going a little bit slow in the Senate. And I'm a little bit frustrated by this. And what I want to see is the enthusiasm in the Senate that we saw in the House. By the way, the Senate told us, do it in the House first, and then we'll do it. North Carolina Senate has passed this twice before. It's time for them to do it again. Uh, Senator Berger is the guy that holds the keys to this. He's told us that if it comes to the floor, he will support this. But he's not pushing it, right? He's not an enthusiastic champion of it. 
And if you're watching Senator Berger, I'm just pleading with you, do the right thing by a huge margin. I know hundreds and hundreds of people have called your office asking you to move this forward. And I know it's you. And there are other senators there, Senator Perry. We need Senator Perry on our side. There's a few others. If you're in North Carolina, pick up the phone, call your senator, tell them to support Convention of States, tell them to move it forward before the session is over. That's what I'm focused on. I'm going to be going to North Carolina again, I think on the 9th or 10th. I'll be there for a few days. I'm going to be doing town halls, a bunch of other stuff. Anything that you guys need me to do in North Carolina to get it passed there, I'm going to get it done. If you have friends in North Carolina, if you're from North Carolina, I need you to get on with your friends or call your senators, tell them to get it done right now. That is the hottest thing going on in the Convention of States movement right now. And I'm going to swap over. I think Producer G put up some Q&A for us here. We had some Q&A that we didn't get to last week, so we'll cover it this week since this one isn't live. I'm going to start with Jesse Gibbons. Jesse says, I sent an email petition to my state congressman, seems to think it will turn into a runaway convention and has a conservative record. Does COS have sample legislation I can recommend that will clarify this? So Jesse, here's what you need to do. Go to conventionofstates.com, look at the resources tab, look at the FAQs. Your state legislature legislator that's saying this, he is standing with the Marxists. He is standing with the totalitarians, with the fascists in favor of the status quo. What I can tell you for sure is every single, in the United States, every single conservative of national note, that's Limbaugh, Levin, Hannity, Beck, Shapiro, and on and on down the line, has said if they've stood for or against the U.S. that they're in favor, all of them in favor. So your state legislature, legislator out of control, standing with Planned Parenthood, MoveOn.org, Daily Cause, um, Socialist Party of America, standing with all the public employee unions, claiming to be a conservative, standing with the Marxists. So go there, get the information, provide that to your state legislator. Robin Barrett said, love the shirt and the hat. Where'd you get them? I get these questions all the time. The hat, conventionofstates.com forward slash store. The shirt, I will not comply with the will of tyrants, genuine American patriot, also available at conventionofstates.com forward slash store and a lot of other cool gear there. All right, let's see. Let's Who do we go to next? Uh, Producer G's got more questions up for me. Let me scroll down. It says, Gloria Miller says, is Florida in for the COS? Gloria, Florida is in. They were one of the first states. I think they were number three state for us. They're in. They're strong. They have a great grassroots. You should get signed up. Go to conventionofstates.com, sign the petition, then click the Take Action tab, become a volunteer with the Florida team. They've been working on election reform. They've been working on constitutional review commission reform. A lot of great stuff. Let's see. Uh, Bob John Robert Blevin says, does the Convention of States have a way to impose term limits on Congress members? Yes, yes, and triple yes. That is part of the Convention of States application. Term limits for federal officials. That's really important. That's been passed in 15 states so far. By the way, we've got to get to 34 states. We're going to get there. But yes, term limits are in there. Jody Puffett says, Iowa here, just finished working the booth at our Jones County Fair. We got over 600 signatures. Way to go, Jody. That's awesome. See, that's the kind of fun you can have volunteering. Go work the county fair. Go work your state fair. That's what our volunteers are doing every single day. Uh, Deb Santiago says, do we have the time to take back our republic before it's gone? Like, I'm going to be honest with you, Deb. I don't know. I don't know whether we have the time. I always worry whether we have the time. But what I know is you and I, have to do one thing and one thing only. We have to stand and fight. We have to identify the problem. We have to seek solutions and we have to fight for those things. God decides whether we have the time or not. We don't know whether we'll be victorious or not. I know I have an obligation to fight. 
I know you have an obligation to fight and I know I'm going to stand with you and fight. That's the theme today, right? Stand up, speak the truth and fight. And that's not easy. It's going to require sacrifice on your part. You might stand up at your job and speak truth when they're trying to impose some of this crazy CRT stuff on you, critical race theory, sponsored like open racism. The Democrats are the racist party in America. They're going to try and get you and all your friends to be racist, to divide people by race, to think of people by race. Like we believe in the creed of Martin Luther King, who said that we dream of a time when our children will be uh, judged by the content of their character and not the color of their skin. That's the time that we live in. That's how I operate. That's how you operate. That's how we're going to continue to operate. They want us to be racist. Democrats want us to be racist. CRT garbage is just racist. We're going to fight racism the way we've always fought racism. We're just going to say no to racism. We're going to stand. But if you do that at work, you might get punished. If you do it at work, you might get shamed. If you do it in school, you might get punished or shamed. If you do it around your family dining table, your kids might get mad at you. Your high school age kids or college kids or grown kids, they might get mad at you. They might say, we don't want to come over for dinner anymore. And the question is, are you going to stand or are you going to stand down? Are you going to fight or are you going to surrender? Are you going to do what's right or are you going to stand by and let wrong prevail? Okay, I know the answer for you guys, because you wouldn't be here listening if this wasn't the answer. The answer is you're going to stand. So the next time that this one of these things happens and you're at your dinner table, you're at work, you're at school, you're at church, I want you to think of me and know that I'm standing with you. Come here, tell us your story. We'll read about your story uh, in the comments and in the question section on the battle cry, because really in this fight, you are the heroes. You are the warriors. And this country is going to live or die based on what you do. Thanks for joining me on the battle cry. I will be back again with you live next Sunday. Uh, this Sunday, as I said, I'm out for a friend's wedding. God bless you. Love you guys. Appreciate you. See you next week on the battle. This has been the podcast version of the battle cry with convention of states action president, Mark Meckler. Originally aired as a live video broadcast on convention of states, Facebook and convention of states on YouTube. Check out more content at conventionofstates.com slash pod and become part of the solution that's as big as the problem. Thank you for listening.